is up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Constance and it Show, the world's number one talk show, okay? We have a very beautiful, lovely guest here with us today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I am Adriana the Mogul, the one and the only. Y'all can find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. I'm everywhere, bitch. And thank you. <laughs> All right, so you guys, if you are watching on YouTube, we have paint, so we're going to get into some painting. And if you're listening to podcast streaming platforms, then head on over to YouTube and search for The Constant Santa Show, because, bitch, you can watch us getting down and dirty. You know, the reason why I started painting was actually because go ahead and begin (laughs) the reason i started painting was because i felt like it took me back to being a kid Mm. sometimes i sit and i try to i guess i not even sometimes recently i sat and i tried to think about who i was as a kid Mm -hmm. what i liked my personality i don't know i just try to figure out who i was who i was and i couldn't even i couldn't remember shit i really couldn't remember shit all I can remember is that I used to be really fucking shy. I feel like low-key deep down, I'm still shy. When you think about your the childhood version of you, what comes to mind? I think I was rambunctious. Um, I remember loving to read. And I still actually love to read, but I never have time to read. Um, I think I was friendly. Um, really friendly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just know I was wild. At least from what my parents taught me. What was your favorite thing to do as a child? Um, So I grew up in Georgia. Uh, like my young formative years. I was in Georgia and... So I was kind of country. And we would I would just spend all my time outside. Like we loved to race. Um, we would play baseball in the street. Go down to the creek and catch frogs. Like... Just some real country shit, to be honest with you. So, I just love being outside. Do you find yourself doing any of those things now? No. No. Do you still like those things? I like, like, hiking outside, like, going on trails. Like, that's still fun to me. Um, But, like, I really... I don't know. Like, I... Obviously, I got slower. Like, I used to be really fast, but now, like, I just lost all that speed. Like, probably because I didn't keep it up, of course. And then, um... What else did I say? Baseball? No. Like, I never played sports, though, as a kid, which was crazy because uh, my mom, she actually put me in uh, soccer and I quit. Like, I just, like, we were all supposed to be dribbling the ball. I was outfield picking daisies. (laughs) Yeah, that means sports sports weren't for you. At all. Okay. All right. So, I started off saying that I started painting on this show because it took me back to my childhood. It made me feel like... I don't know, free. I never really painted as a kid, but something about painting just makes, like, a version of me. Like, something on the inside loves it. And so... Arts and crafts. I, I feel now. like we did that a lot as kids. Arts and like, crafts. But you know what's so crazy? I used to hate arts and crafts. I did, too, because I sucked at it. Me and too. I still suck at art. I but like, it's still, like, kind of juvenile, you know? Like, yeah. No, I did suck at art for sure. I think the one thing about it now is there's nobody to grade. It, there's there's no right. expectation. It's there's nothing. I'm just it. doing it. Yeah. And I'm having fun doing it. And I'm enjoying it. Nobody's going to grade me on this art. Nobody's going to say constantly that art sucks. Like, it's just me being free. Yeah. And expressing my, how expressing you myself. feel. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, every time I get here to paint, it's something new. I don't know. I, I, I want to say it feeds my inner child, even though <laughs> the inner me, like, my inner child didn't like painting. Right. When I sit and I think about being a child... Another thing that I think about often is uh, lack of responsibilities, mm. right? I I, I always talk about true. it here on this show. I took for granted how free 
and res- how responsibility-free life was mm-hmm. in my youth. I would, I would beg to get to be older. I would do... I would do whatever it took to be older. Like, I remember being very provocative in my youth because I thought that equated being older. Like, I just wanted to be grown. <laughs> you know, like, I just didn't want to be a kid anymore. For whatever reason, I don't know why, but I just didn't want to. And now I look and I'm like, give me all that childhood. Take time me the fuck back. back. Yes. 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 So I came across this uh, tweet. Right? <laughs> Bitch, did you see that tweet? <laughs> yes. Yes. And the tweet reads, Hold up, y'all. All right. It's this is a three part tweet. But I think I can just get away with reading the first two parts. The first part of the tweet says, I saw one babe on here tweet about how living in your parents' house past a certain age stunts your growth. And honestly, I couldn't agree more. The clarity that comes from creating distance between yourself and your caregiver enables you to see them as fallible human beings. It enables you to create distance between their voice and yours, gives you the confidence to make your own mistakes and find your own path and direction, especially if you didn't grow up in the most healthy environments. Uh, okay, let's try it. I guess I have to read the third one for that part. What's, I don't see how it would be possible to heal in the same environments that you grew up in. You need space for clarity and growth. Now, I personally have not moved out of my parents' house. However, I will say that in that yearning of me trying to be grown, I kind of did everything that I could to remove my parents' effort in like taking care of me. Like, I stopped relying on them. Okay. Right? And so, I feel like when I read this tweet, it definitely... I, I relate to the part where she says creating that distance between you and your caregiver, your parent, whatever, mm-hmm. can help you find your voice, mm-hmm. learn more about yourself, and give you a sense of confidence. Mm-hmm. And so that's from my experience in never moving out. I think you're the first friend that I have that has successfully moved oh, out wow. of your parents' house. Yes. Uh, like, no that. man, nobody is, you know, you, you did it on your own. You're my first friend that has done that. And so what I want to ask is, after hearing this tweet, can you relate to it? Actually, heavily. Um, I don't know. I think there was a part in there where he said... uh, It was actually tweeted by a woman. Sorry. Tweeted by a woman. It's by at Abdollars. 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 Well, there was something where he said he recommends it or he highly... She... she, Sorry. I don't know why I'm saying he. (laughs) It's okay. Um, Can I see that part? Because that spoke to me and I want to make sure. Okay, so it stunts your growth and he couldn't agree. She couldn't agree more. So I'll say this to all the people out there who are thinking or really eager to move out. Stay in your parents' home as long as you can. But in the same breath, if you do have to move out or that's just something that you're dead set and you feel like you're very prepared to do, do I feel like you grow from it? Yes. Um, There's so much... First, one thing too, and I, I've never, I probably should tell my mom this, but I just haven't yet. You get a really deep appreciation for your parents. I feel like that you never really have before because I'm just taking care of me. My mom had four of us. So to do that, provide for us, and give me an amazing life, kudos to you, mom. Love you to death. Like, you're the best. But you learn so much. Like, you learn how to be frugal. You learn how to just 
be with yourself because I grew like I said I had siblings so like living by myself it's just me mm-hmm. so I learned I've, I've been I'm still learning a lot and I'm just so grateful to have friends that you know are there for me when I trip and fall and stumble because you will like it's not easy and there was so many people that went into me moving out than just myself mm-hmm. so I don't know like I think it is a, a very it's a shift for sure. Like, I'm still dealing with it. Like, I have some depressed days where I'm just like, fuck. Like, my kitchen is dirty. Mm-hmm. My bathroom is dirty. Like, who's going to clean that? Like, me. There's no one else. Like, it's me. I have to get the fuck up and do this shit. So, like, it's a lot that goes into it. It's definitely um, a, mind, a mental shift, a mental change. Have you seen any maturity or change in your maturity since being alone? I still struggle with, like, if you want to talk about maturity as far as, like, financial maturity. I mean, wh- whatever you define it as. I was just saying maturity in general, but w- whatever. I mean, I think it's mind. all, like, it's different. Like, okay, if we want to talk about financial maturity, I know that I'm still struggling with that. Um, but I still feel like I've gotten better with it. Mm-hmm. Like, my nails used to stay done. Like, I would post weekly, like, every couple weeks, my new nails. I haven't got my nails done in months. Like... I was talking about on my podcast, my hair, like my hair has fell on the back burner. So I've definitely found ways to cut certain things out. And it's definitely an emotional and mental battle when I do step out and do things that I want to do, going out to eat, Mm -hmm. buying things I don't necessarily need, because those are the few things that I can do that make me happy and that reward myself for the hard work I put in. And that is a mental battle because... You definitely feel like you're working, working, working just to pay your bills. Right. And it's like, when am I going to live? You right, know? right. So those are the little things, the little sparks of light in my life that I give myself. Like, oh, shit. Like, I just went to fucking buy food and that was $20 I could have saved for bills. Yeah, I could have. I really could have. And I probably should have. But at the end of the day, like, what is why, life? Like, why like, not? Why rob yourself of the yeah. things that make you happy? Yeah. I understand. I totally understand. And I, I feel like, I mean, not, I don't, I haven't moved out yet, as you know, but I do relate to that. And I feel like that's one of the hardest parts about being an adult, like yeah. having to sacrifice those, those small, minute things that really right. shouldn't make a difference. Like I want right. to go out to eat for 20 bucks and I have to save it because that'll help me at the end of the month. Those, it is definitely right. a mental battle. I want to know if you moving out and, and entering this new phase of your life, is it what you thought it would be? And if it is not, how is it different? Um, it's different uh, from what I thought. Like, what'd you think it was gonna be? Honestly, I'll say this: like the things that I got, it's fifty fifty. I got some of the things I wanted, and some of the things that I thought were gonna happen didn't. Like. I'm glad to be away from my parents who can't tell me to pick up, clean up, turn this off, turn that off, Mm -hmm. cut your music down, get up, help me take this. That (laughs) is definitely gone um, for sure. But I still have to do those things. Like I still have to get up, clean up, do this, do that. So Mm -hmm. now it's just me telling myself to do it rather than a parent telling me to do it. So it's really like. I could have saved all this money and just did it when they said it. (laughs) But um, other things that I didn't get out of it that I didn't even realize. And I think I actually took this from a younger, like a young me, not even a more 
present me, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a desire that I had when I was younger, and it's Mm -hmm. no longer really a care of mine. But I used to want to move out so bad because I was like, I can have boys over. Like, I can have whoever. And I just don't, like, have... I don't really, like... I have my friends over, but, like, I don't really be having, like, male counterparts, like, Mm -hmm. over to really be making it a whole thing. Like, so it's just, like, things that I thought, like, and then, honestly, it's kind of lonely, like, being, like, again, the oldest of four. Mm -hmm. No one being there. Like, you wake up, there's no one there. You go to sleep, there's no one there. (laughs) It's like, you just wake up to yourself, and it's kind of like, like, you get bored. Right. I totally understand that. But I, I'm not even going to lie. I look forward to those times where I don't have anybody. Because mm-hmm. I'm so used to having people. Mm-hmm. But I feel like life, just in general, is one of those things where, like, it's so much easier to appre- to think about what you don't have. Or it's so right. much easier Everybody to, like, focus on the what don't you don't have. want, you know? Yeah. And that's that's from changing your living circumstances, your, excuse me, your living situations to body type to hair. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so easy to want things that you don't have so I totally get it and then whenever you get it like I think it was me and you were talking the other day when you sit back and reflect you're like oh my god I prayed for this moment and And I'm having such a hard time yeah I'm here and I'm I'm having such a hard time appreciating it like I'm complaining yeah um I did a I had an episode with Tino he was a rapper a rapper from this area and he said that he makes it a point to go a day without complaining. And I remember when he said that, oh, I was wow. like, shit, that's, I complain. But I sat and I reflected and I'm like, damn, Constance, you be complaining. Like, <laughs> shut up for a second and just be content with what yeah. you have. Because at one point in time, you prayed you for this. Yeah. Yes, yes, most definitely. Uh, I mean, I'm always talking about gratitude and getting to that place and, and just mm-hmm. just getting better with appreciating what I have. I feel like that's an ongoing thing for me. But I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that, you know, <laughs> the, your your new life take and life plan. I'm super proud of you. I think it is an amazing thing anytime I see anybody who has moved oh, out of their parents' please. house because I know it is not easy. Being an adult is fucking hard. And just as I say that and as we enter, we started off, I wish I could go back to being a kid because that Facts. was the best time. All I had to think about was literally nothing. Facts. But here we are. Life moves on. I wish you the best in your journey. <laughs> and I can't wait till I get to that point. Do you... Oh, this is the one thing I will say. Do you feel like your confidence has been impacted because you now live alone? Yes. I feel way, like, more confident being able to say, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I love myself, hope. Has it raised your standards in dating? Yes. Hell yeah. And I felt bad about that at first, right? Because I would judge men like, oh, like, you don't have a place. You don't have a car when I just got my own place. But I feel like, like, and you told me that, and you helped me feel a lot better about that. Like, that's what growth is. Like, you're supposed to have higher expectations. Like, once you raise yourself to that level, you're allowed to have those expectations. And that made me see it, like, a lot different. Because I was like, oh, I feel bad, like, for making it seem like they have to have this or that or that. And I just acquired these things. But, no. Okay, so as we talk about that, you know, like, the company you keep is important. And the company you keep should reflect the same place that you're in in life, if not better. Yeah. Right? Okay. How do you feel about having friends that aren't on the same level as you in that sense? I feel like it's different because friends aren't... How we just talked about on on my podcast, um about should i even mention it i don't know whatever if you want to um how we talked about um maintenance women maintenance what we expect our man to do for the for us i'm not expecting that from a friend like a great friend obviously like if they can like if you need help like they'll be there but 
a man that's literally a part of my expectation is for them to help and assist and make my life better and make my life easier. So if you can't do those things, how are you, I don't want to say benefiting me, but how are you, what's your point? No, I totally not saying get that. like the love isn't there, but it's just like I could get love from a lot of places. Like I get I that. Know. And to me, I think I understand the perspective when it comes to dating. So my question is, does it does does that same thought process occur when it comes to friends? Like how likely are you to befriend somebody or continue to be friends with them if they don't have a car, if they don't have their own place, if they're always broke? Like just think the things that we require of our partner, do we have that same energy towards our friends? And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong way to go about it. I'm genuinely curious if those mm-hmm. are things like, are you willing to drop a friend because maybe they can't keep a job and it doesn't seem like they're benefiting, excuse me, not benefiting, but growing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. are you going to keep that friend? Or are you just going to have them as a friend because they're a good time? Like, do you think it's possible to outgrow friends, not in the sense of personality, but maybe character traits? Maybe, okay. you know, like their character development is not yeah, is conducive to their own benefit and growth. Right. And so if they're not um, interested in creating a better life for themselves why should I be friends with them? Mm-hmm. Do you believe in, you know, making that change within your friends? I do feel like that. Um, and I had an old friend who was very toxic and all she wanted to do was go out and party. And I was younger than she was. So at the time, like I was into it. Mm-hmm. But now since like I've parted ways from her, I feel like I've grown tremendously um, from when I used to be friends with her because I was I outgrew her, you know? Right. And that's all that was. And I don't think I stopped being friends with her because, per se, like, you're not where I'm at. It was more of, like, we're not clicking the same because we are going in two different pathways. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll happen more naturally than you have to say, oh, I can't be friends with you because you're not this or that. Like, you don't have this or that. I think it'll just be, like. This person will be like, hey, let's go out. And that you'll be like, no, I'm sorry. I have work in the morning. Yeah. Or like I'm bettering myself and that person just wants to go do the opposite, you know? Yeah. So I think that'll just happen naturally. No, yes. I most definitely. I I feel you and I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. But I won't lie and say that um, there have been instances or let's say I have a friend and I've noticed that they're not making the same changes or efforts that I'm making towards change. Mm-hmm. And so in the back of my mind, I'll think, I don't know how long this friendship is going to last. <laughs> like, you know, I will have yeah. that thought in my head because I'm very, I don't, I, I try to keep the same type of company around, the same type of energy the way you're around trying to me. Go. Yeah. If, like I said, if not better on the same, we on the same path. Like mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to spend too much time with somebody that reminds me of, a version of me that I've grown out of. Right. Because I think it is so easy for me speaking, to fall back. See, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. It's so easy to get complacent, to be comfortable. It's just, I, I know the type of person that I am. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that, uh, I, I actually wrote down, so I started off talking about who I was as a kid. And so I couldn't remember too much, but I know that one thing I remembered was that I was shy and that I was definitely like a follower. Like I was definitely the kind of person mm. that, like, it's so weird. I had leading tendencies, but if you offered me something that I'd maybe Look, thought about. Something that or, you wanted to try. Yeah, like, you could present something to me, and at that point in time, I would have been like, sure, I'll do it. I think I was so removed from just, I just wasn't present. I wasn't happy with anything, and so I was just like, whatever. Whatever someone offers, I didn't even critically think about it. It was just like, let's mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, and so 
I know that, that that version of me is still in here. Like, I don't know if I necessarily believe that, like, we change or we just become aware, aware of, of your yeah. actions and mm-hmm. you and the, the fact that you can control those actions, mm-hmm. right? And so I just know that that, that, that is still in me. Like, mm-hmm. I can definitely fall back right. and become something that I don't want to be. And so I'm just very aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I pay attention to who I surround myself with, the things that I do, the things that I agree to, all of those things. Yeah, I think that that's, that that's just where I'm at with that. All right, you guys. I remember I told you that Dear Constance was closed. I'm not taking any more submissions. But uh, someone DM me and they had something that they needed advice on. And so we're going to give them advice. And you know what is actually crazy? Now that I sit and I think about this, let me let me actually read this and I'll, I'll give y'all my, my final thoughts. All right, let's get into the submission. It's a DM and it says, Hey Constance, I recently just found your show like a month ago. Maybe. And I absolutely love the, it says podcast, we're going to say show. I absolutely love the talk show. I know you're not doing Dear Constance anymore, but I really need advice. So basically, I'm a sophomore in college. I'm supposed to be a junior, but I transferred to a community college because I didn't like the school that I was at. I've always been struggling with what exactly I want to do as a career. I used to major in nursing because I thought I wanted to be a nurse, but then science is just too hard for me. I switched it to computer information systems because one, my mom's fiance is in that field and I thought it'd be a good idea. But school recently just started and I'm taking classes that has to do with coding and all of that. And I'm not liking it at all. It's very confusing and it doesn't interest me. I'm just scared that I'm running out of time. And I'm also scared that I don't have a purpose. Well, I know that I have a purpose, but I don't know what it is. And I'm just very confused as to what to do. And school as it is, I don't really enjoy it. I don't enjoy it because I know that this is not what I want to do. What would you say to this person? You obviously know that's like my exact story. So... That speaks to me because um, I actually just re-enrolled in school and it's like, I thought like now this was the time and it's just still not for me. So to you, I say school is not for everybody and I don't think you should feel any type of way about that. Um, I feel like I've been able to forge a very um, livable career where I can grow without a degree. Um, and I a thousand percent believe it's possible for you as well. And I know I'm not hearing you necessarily say that you don't want a degree at all. Um, rather you just don't know what you want to do. And I think that's okay. Take your time, dabble in different things, get some, I don't know how old you are, but get some life experience and just figure it out because the worst thing is to have student loans and student debt for think for something that you don't even care about I feel like or are not going to use so I think just give yourself some grace be patient with yourself and also don't look at everybody else like um I have some friends in different careers that I actually was able to pursue without a degree like I have friends who sell cars now who have their bachelors I sold cars without a bachelors so I just think like it just don't listen to the hype, like not saying that people who have degrees shouldn't have gotten them. That's put them in some awesome places as well. But just do what's right for you at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, mm-hmm. the pressure from your parents is enormous. So I understand that to a T. But I think obviously depending on the relationship you have with your parent, that you should really have a raw discussion with them about what your future looks like and what you see yourself doing and that is just not working for you. And just let that be that and move accordingly. I agree. I agree. I think the biggest thing that stuck out to me is that you felt like you were running out of time. I don't think you're running out of time. And I think you had also said something along the lines of, I don't know, you said something that had to do with time. I think my biggest thing is 
take your time and even if you're mm. you find yourself going back to school at 50 i don't think that right. that's a problem i think you're trying to uh, not even you i just feel like society parents the, the 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 life that we live now the world makes people feel like they have to after high school go to college get this degree get this job everyone's life path mm-hmm. is not the same right. right so just do what feels right to you and as she said if you feel like you aren't comfortable in school and the things that you've pursued aren't fitting for you Sit and think about it. And if you, shit, if you don't even know what you want to do, that's fine. Have that real raw discussion with your parents. Like, look, right. I don't think right now is the time. At least these these uh, courses that I've taken, they're not fitting for me. I don't like mm-hmm. them. I don't want to do them. This is not something that I want to do. And I think it's best that I, I don't know if you need to withdraw, whatever. You think about the, the best feasible decision for you oh, in this situation. Right. And once you've decided what that looks like, you're able to envision it. Have that discussion with your parents and act on it. I will also say, sit and have a talk with God. Talk to God. Ask yeah, God for guidance. Because I don't part. want to tell you to do X, Y, and Z. And you have a different life path and plan. And as far as your purpose goes, I mean, I don't know your purpose. I think you being here on this earth, living, is a piece of the puzzle of the purpose that you're that you're fulfilling, right? So don't think of it as like, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to do this. Like, don't get caught up in... What is my purpose? And that's funny coming out of my mouth because I'm always like, my purpose, my purpose, my purpose. Understand, though, I think that all you can focus on right now is this very moment because this is all that is foreseeable to you. Mm -hmm. You don't know what next year looks like next Mm -hmm. month. You don't even know what the next, like, 45 minutes is going to look like. Just focus on this moment right now. Like I said in my most recent episode, I think I like to look at life and just think about the day, the moment. How can I make this a good moment? And do whatever that looks like to you. And eventually, everything will come into play. God is going to reveal things to you. Life is going to reveal things to you when that time comes. But right now, all that you know is what you're doing right now is not fitting for you. So be realistic with yourself. Be realistic with your parents. And I know that that's going to be a hard conversation to have. I never had to have that. Actually, (laughs) I don't think I ever really had to have that conversation to the point where I was scared to have it. Um, But I have been friends with people that have been through things like that. And I think my biggest thing is always, yeah, just have that discussion because you're living for you, not for them. And I mean, it is difficult. But I feel like it's also only difficult. I don't want to say if you care, because you should care about your parents' opinion. But I think it's only difficult, like, when, especially being from a black household. Like, my parents, they, they've gotten their degrees now. But when I went to school, I would have been the first. And so, like, it was more of I didn't want to let them down. But I feel like once you release that and you figure out what it is that you want to do for you, right? that conversation is so much easier. Right. I mean, you just have to live for yourself. You cannot live trying to please your parents, no matter what it is that they want you to do. And I think it's even harder when your parents are those people that are funding, like whether they're paying for your school, mm-hmm. paying for your housing, paying for your car, paying for whatever. Right. It, when you have that connection to your parents because they are financially supporting you, it can feel like, maybe not even you financially supporting you, just they because they're there for you. Do. Yeah, you feel yeah. like you have to appease them. And I don't think that that should be the case. A lot easier said than done because I removed myself from that you know relationship when I was younger but I think that you do have to live for yourself no matter how you flip it and spin it and your parents are gonna have to come to that realization and however that reality looks to you is how it's gonna look to you again talk to God about it because I ain't trying to tell nobody do 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 this and then you come back and say well Constance said all Constance said was understand that you are currently serving your purpose as you are here on this earth if you don't like something don't force yourself to do it and don't live for your parents live for you Okay, I think deep down within, over time, God will be able to reveal, or God will reveal, you know, what your next step is. And I think 
in life when it's time for you to take that next step, that next leap. It becomes it'll, evident to yeah, you. You know, you up. know that it's time to do it'll, that thing. I'm not gonna say it'll be easy. No, not but easy. Things will fall in fall place. Into place. You'll just know. Like you'll just mm-hmm. know within you that intuition, that gut feeling. Listen to that. Mm-hmm. And right now, it sounds like that gut feeling is telling you this is not it. Whatever <laughs> this is that you are in, it's not it right. for you. Um, there may be maybe the different career paths you ever pursued. I don't know what the case is. Just talk to God, pray, and have that conversation with your parents, and get to understanding what it is that you want to do right now and if, if all that looks like is you just know that you don't want to do what you're doing right now that's you know that. that's that and that's okay have that conversation with your parents be real with yourself and live life i think the best thing you can do in life period is just living your truth whatever that means you know that doesn't For only sure. stop at like your sexuality or becoming comfortable with the way you look like if mm-hmm. something isn't feeling right in your gut it's don't not feeling that way for a reason it, right? yeah so just by all means, listen to that. And like I said, you can go back to school when you're 50. You can go back to school when you're 100. We don't even think. Of, we don't even need to be thinking about that. Think about right now in this moment. What can you do to make this moment a good moment for you? So that is my advice. That's our advice. We're going to today's show because we babbled and rabbled. I hope you guys enjoy. Can we show the pictures? Oh yes, the paintings, y'all. The paintings. Okay, let me get mine up. I'm so blown. I got paint on this dress. Mine's a little crazy. Again, I'm not really great at art. Nobody is grading. The whole point of this is to be free and be you. So, like, one side is supposed to be nighttime. You see, I don't know. Y'all can't really see. It's hard to see. But Try to the- hold the edges because I'm going to use it as a thumbnail, too. Yeah. The moon and the dark black sky. And then the other half is the sun and the blue sky with some clouds. The middle, it was initially supposed to be a beach, but we didn't have a sand color. Sorry. So, <laughs> I just made it the Great Divide, bitch. And it says day and night, and then my name. That's dope. And then this just says my name. And smiley faces and dots, and I don't know. Just cute art that we're adding <laughs> to the wall. Um, thank you guys so much for tapping in to today's Paint and Talk with Constance Annan. Let me say this, too. We were recording on her podcast, the Stay Mad, Stay Mad podcast, right? And she said, Constance, and she said my last name, all types of fucked up. <laughs> but I had been saying it right. It don't matter. That's the problem. That's the problem that you said it wrong. <laughs> but this is my thing. That's why I went ahead and just put my name in the show name because y'all not about to keep so butchering my last name. Right? Yeah. You know how many times my last name has been butchered through my lifetime? <laughs> and it's getting to the point where y'all going to start putting some respect on my name. Okay, so everybody make sure you say it correctly. Constance <laughs> Annan. Okay, and today I was accompanied by Adriana the motherfucking mogul. It's like, no, just Adriana the mogul, y'all. Find me everywhere TikTok, Instagram. You already know what's up. And give them your show name, your podcast name. Oh, yeah, how could I forget? Tune in to Stay Mad the podcast. We talked about some really good shit over there, and we kind of tied some of this into that and that into this. So tune in. Okay, you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Remember, this is the world's best talk show, and I will see you in the next episode. Peace.